Father, we just thank you so much for today. We thank you that this is the day that you have made and we can rejoice and we can be glad in it. Father, we thank you that we, in all circumstances, we continue to give thanks, Father, because this is what you have commanded us to do and it's a wonderful thing to do this because as we continue to do this and give thanks, irregardless of the circumstances or situations, we, we look more to you and increase more in you and seeing you and our circumstances become smaller and you become bigger. So, Father, we just thank you so much. We thank you so much that you are the one who is the author and the finisher and you are the one who is sitting on the throne and you are the one who is the Alpha and the Omega and you yes, are in Lord. control. So, Father, we thank you so much for everything. We thank you for today. We pray that you'll continue to put the words in our mouths and you'll anoint Jean-Marc as he speaks on the topic of Israel and people who are listening will be blessed and receive that which you want them to and have more revelation with regards to this subject and what you want us to do in the future. Father, we thank you so much and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, so what's up? What's up with you, sir? Yeah, what's, what's up? up with what's you? up with you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good today, thank you. Yeah? Yeah, I think I'm a bit fizzy because I probably haven't had enough sleep, but I'm I'm fine. <laughs> so if I'm a bit fizzy, excuse me, people, this morning because, you know, I, yeah, I'll, I have, uh, I've been in and out of sleep, so wow. uh, I'm, I'm a bit fizzy. Good. So good. I'll, I'll actually apologise in advance for my behaviour. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, just again, guys, just to remind ourselves, um, there's different way to contact us um, on platform. You can go through our Facebook page. Uh, we're available on Twitter as well. And we have uh, um, an email address, which is info at revelationhour.co.uk. And uh, if you wish to be part of our WhatsApp group as well, um, please just get in touch with us. And uh, we'll be happy to add you into the listing. Um, interesting topic last week we looked into, is it? Yeah, it's interesting because I was just actually looking briefly at my phone and my messages and someone has just sent again uh, mm-hmm. a, another WhatsApp group about um, declining the vaccine, how to legally decline the vaccine. Yeah. So um, I shall forward that link on to the WhatsApp Revelation Hour oh, WhatsApp brilliant. as well. Um, so yeah, it's it's um, definitely a topic of a major topic of discussion at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't managed to um, sign sign um, the petition, please try still try and do so. Deadline was yesterday, but please try and still and do so. Um, just get your point across and still sign and get it, get your points in um, because there are more and more. I think for Parliament to to debate it you need 100,000 signatures. Mm. Um, for them to actually be able to comment on it, you need 15,000 signatures. Yeah. So um, this is something that it's not a lightweight topic. It's something that is close to people's hearts. And uh, we've got more than 100,000 Christians in this country. So I think we could do that for them to be able to to, be, to debate this in Parliament. I think it's an important topic to talk about. They are moving forward very quickly as well. Um, as for some of you, we know, um, being really in the news, there's been a lot of national, um, I would say regional le- lockdown in different regions of the country. Um, there's also uh, a, a, a spike. Uh, it's more like a spike. Um, actually, the Prime Minister mentioned yesterday, he believed there's a second wave on this way now. The um, rate, the um, rate has gone up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Our rate has gone up now to 1.4, mm-hmm. uh, which they were saying a few months ago, if you're under 1, is good. But it's gone up now to 1.4 and mm-hmm. it's growing very rapidly. Mm-hmm. I think yesterday we had uh, an increase of, I think about f- between, is it five, six thousand people that have been, uh, um, 
you know, that have been tested positive uh, with the virus. So I believe the country is brassing themselves for a another second a second wave. Um, whether they will do a full lockdown like they did, we don't know yet. I think this is something that's still in discussion. We know for a fact that it's something that's very uh, difficult for the government to try to bring another lockdown due to the actual uh, economy mm -hmm. uh, of the country, yeah. the impact mm -hmm. on the economy, and also we still got the Brexit negotiation that's still taking place at the moment. So that would be uh, very, I think it would be very catastrophic. But um, people are brushing themselves, the school actually brushing themselves as well, but now setting up um, online session in advance just in case they have mm. to Our close. Schools have. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of school that are doing this. Um, I also been told um, in one of the school that if one of the um, um, one of the um, people in classes maybe contracted uh, or test positive for the coronavirus, they will actually basically send the whole year uh, mm -hmm. into uh, self isolation quarantine. Yeah. quarantine. Mm -hmm. So there are things that are literally taking place. There are there is movement um, as people of God. We need to continue to pray and ask what god wants us to do in his season in his time as well i think it's very very important that we do that uh, as things are really moving to a, a second wave so like i said we uh, we don't know uh, whether there will be uh, another lockdown but it looks like to me that they are pressing themselves for it and that's the discussion at the moment that they are you know having you know do we do it what will be the impact. economic impact financial impact on the country uh, we know many organizations many companies already uh, lost uh, pretty much um, made, a, made a lot of cuts uh, as we as we speak um, so those things are really taking place at the moment and and we we've got I think for us just to really believe as people of God we just need to hold tight you know mm. hold tight keep our eyes fixed on Jesus hear what he's saying to us in the season what he said to you may be different to what he said to me mm. in terms of what we need to do uh, whether it is a relocation whether it is a change of job or whether it is just to you know wake up in early hours and and, and seek his face um yeah we're not out of the wood and, and unfortunately we discussed it for so many months that the plan behind it and this this is why they're pushing so much for this vaccine as well because obviously this one's taking place they believe the vaccine is a solution we know that there's something underlying behind it so we we need to really have god's eyes in in, in that situation i was uh, thinking sorry mm -hmm. to interrupt me darling. the um i was thinking about something a prophecy that you had or that you gave um it's quite a few years back a couple of years i think and you said i don't remember this you, i know you tend not to so this is why i kind of remind you mm -hmm. um and he you were saying that the Lord spoke to you about that there is going to be um, major, there's going to be something major happen, and into and it's going to be it's going to be it's going to impact the world. Um, and you said that for the ones who the ones as people of the of God, we need to keep our eyes fixed on Him yes, and I to hold that. on to Him. Do you remember yes, that one? I remember that one. And yeah. um, if the ones who hold on to Him keep their eyes fixed on Him, they'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember, remember that. That, that was remember about a few years ago. Few I years have ago. no idea what yeah. was what was it about, yeah. but I saw. Um, uh, yeah, I heard the, the Lord really speaking to me about a major, major conflict yeah. that I will change and that will change the world, that will impact yeah, the world. Yeah, you said you change the world the way that we know it and it, it won't be, be the same, it won't be, be the very same. different. Yeah. And I remember you saying the way that we do things financially will change, the way that we do life, it will change, um, things will change. It, what you, you, you said, kept saying about the scenery, the way that it, it, we are now, it won't be the same. And I think we had, it was quite a few years ago. That was ago probably four or five years ago, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because something happened in between mm. and and you mentioned it to one of our pastors and, and at the time he was like, oh, I, I don't know about that. Um, and he, and you said, there's something coming and it's going to, and then you thought it was that. And he said, nah, this is, this is not, nah, this yeah, is not it. So yeah, I remember and, saying it's and, not, um, that's not what it is. And then you said, you woke up and you said to me, this he is was not in, it. He was in 2008. It was 2008. And you yeah. said, this is not it. Mm -hmm. um, there's something else that's going to come and it's going to be huge and it's going to be very different and everything's going to change. 
and it's and it's going to be very and you said it's going to be quick it's going to be over it's like and you I remember you saying it so when you were speaking about keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus this um prophecy came back mm. you know it's quite interesting wow wow I don't you know it's I know you don't remember you know but. you know guys I just want to say something to you the way God speaks to each one of us is amazing and sometimes he may just give us a word 10 15 years down the line but his word is always come to pass mm. when it's from God all his word always come mm. to pass and, and I think for us the, the key thing that I'm sensing at the moment for each of us before we go on to the topic that we're going to discuss today is that what I keep saying we need to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus we need mm. to keep those eyes fixed because you look what's taking place around us people are losing their jobs People are going through anxiety, depression. People have want to kill themselves. People don't know where to turn. And some of, some of people will turn to Jesus. Some of them will turn to Jesus because there will be maybe someone there that they will speak about God's provision, God's love, you know, God's uh, protection. So people will turn. Some people, many will turn to Jesus. But there are many out there who actually don't have maybe a, a Christian around them, a neighbor, um, a work colleague, or you know, even a family members to be to talk to them. And they're going through those seasons and and even us as believers, it can be at time frightening, you know, when you know that your company say, Okay, we're making redundancy and you're here, you may be the only Christian and one of the few Christian there. And and you know, and I truly believe that what God's saying is as we keep our eyes fixed on him, whatever's taking place around us will not touch us. Mm-hmm. Not because we are only child of God. There's many reasons why he's doing it. I believe the reason, first reason, is because of us trusting him in that sense. But I also believe that he's using us as a light, as a light to the world, you know. So I was at work and, you know, people losing their jobs and so on and and i'm just keep calm and quiet and this guy is you know he's from a muslim background you know and he keep looking at me and he said why are you so calm why are you so calm despite look what's going on around why you look so calm and i just told him because i trust my jesus and and that that's what we do now that that's our testimony it is not so much about giving them twenty-five thousand bible studies it's just a really telling them that i trust the one i serve Mm. and that's really simple as that Mm. and when you people see your trust in a way the one we serve then they want to know that person Mm. what you trust him and that's what's taking place and that really something that i wanted to share very briefly but yeah i think this this uh, is very very interesting so let's go through our news as we usually do um each week now there's one news that you may look into it and I don't want you to touch it because it's part of the topic we're going to be looking into it. So <laughs> it's very interesting that it is part of the, some of the latest okay. news uh, as well. So, you know, as we do, which one? Don't pick the one with uh, Trump. Yeah, That's like the one we're right, going to be talking like, about. Okay. You know when you say to someone, don't do that, and then th- they look straight at it. It's just like, yeah, that's the one I want. Okay, do you want to touch it? Okay, and we touch on that one later. Not at all, all right. Yeah. Okay. You know, for those who like music, I I don't know this guy Bieber. I, I don't know what kind of music he's doing. I'm not really into this guy. But is he a Christian? He was. He was raised as a Christian. He's Canadian. Was raised as a Christian. Then went into the music industry. Wasn't a Christian for a while. And then is I don't know whether he's married now, but I think he is, or he has a partner anyway. And she's a Christian also. Um, and they went back to church. Yeah, so they're back at church. Okay. Um, so yeah so i think now he's yeah he's yeah he was raised in the church and you know he's gone back yeah he's married yeah married it says he's married so yeah they're both oh it's stephen bolt oh i'm not surprised i didn't know he's ah it makes sense now i didn't know who she was who is she stephen baldwin's um daughter oh stephen you know, baldwin yeah the baldwin very, yeah, very, very, yeah, they're, very they're devout very christians yeah, yeah 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 that makes so sense. that's his daughter yeah Okay, it makes sense now. I d- I didn't know who he was married to. That makes more sense. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's good yeah. to see this young man coming back to yeah, the faith. Uh, I think he was lost for a little while. Yeah, um, well, it's quite quite a, an interesting industry. Isn't come it? back here. Yeah. Is there anything else that you're looking that you're interested um, to you to discuss? 
if we go back up to Pakistan. This one. Wow. Yeah. This is this is this is very interesting. At the moment, I mean as we're looking through the news each week, I, I keep picking things up about what's going on around the world in terms of persecution really. Mm. Um and it's just I think last week we looked at some you know what was going on in India and now this week we have something about Pakistan. It's mm. just and I, I keep saying just for us to continue to pray for those who are um, in other countries. For us, we, you know, at the moment anyway, things are changing quite dramatically on the landscape. But I think we have this liberty that we we don't even really realize yeah. um, in, in order to be able to worship and to serve um, Jesus. And we I have mean, that we, 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 we complain know. that we're not going to church, you know, yeah, but, but we still have this, this lovely freedom to be able yeah, to see to, to worship in our house, to yeah. express ourselves yeah. in, in our home using the, the the latest technology available mm. but as you said you go to other part of the world they literally mm. kill for it and 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 what is interesting is not a group mm. that's doing it it's a neighbor yeah so he says how dare here he says how dare a christian family live amid muslims he remembers khan saying so i think it's just we t we take as i said we take things for for granted sometimes mm. um and it's just yeah I, I think for us to continue to pray for our brothers and sisters abroad you know in different countries who mm. are facing persecution and who are you know the minorities amidst the majority um of people who are not christian non-christians yeah so it's quite interesting mm. yeah continue to pray we continue to pray wow interesting is there anything else no no i think we need to dig into israel it's, it's such a big topic isn't it i tell you israel is one of my favorite favorite topic and they so much so much to to learn about israel and and i want to take us out time but also i will um encourage you guys to do your own research as well um i think we will try to brush some some aspect that we can that will be dealing very deeply into other aspects such um you know what trump's been doing lately and also the temple which is a very very important sign of the end times you know the rebuilding of this temple as well uh israel position um i think you can talk about the economics you know this 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 rise up of those uh, um uh, startup companies yeah, in israel which is a very a you know yeah. and 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 look into the history as well you know understand the very very quickly the the israeli uh, palestinian uh, conflict that's taking place in now is very important so in term you know we we know that again and and the word and as i said the world is moving through the science and and over the last few weeks we looked into uh the age of aquarius we looked into transhumanism as well which is really uh people wanted to become like god using technology mm -hmm. advanced technology to make people become like god and and the society now is beginning to embrace uh that that element or want to be like god and you know when the bible said there's nothing new under the sun there's truly nothing new under the sun you know it has been done before it started with adam and eve that's that's what just pushed them to sin you know they wanted to be like god they want exactly and you look at today's society um the people that are actually pushing those agenda forward you know they're really for it and and and, and this whole element of changing people making them smarter stronger physically make family to be able to choose not only the sex of the baby but the makeup of the baby you know through dna uh transformation you know it, it is it is incredible but we need to see the world from god's perspective and I always we say that that we need to see from God's perspective. It is so important, especially now in this season, um, the way the world is changing. There's such a, a big gap between God's ways and ways of the world now. And this gap is widened because the world is moving away from God's biblical principle. And as believers, we are now, many of us are now caught in the middle, you know, you know, the, the, our time, we're looking 
our believers brothers there's not much difference the way they operate and the way the world operates you know and we need to have this distinction and this is why i believe what god is doing now is raising this remnant you know this this church that would be sold out for christ this church that would just be doing god's word and that would be relevant as well to the world that be the light and so but most importantly they will not compromise about the, the care of this world so it's very important that we see that um, from uh, a god's perspective and those scriptures are key whatever be aware of what the enemy is doing be sober be watchful and that's what we need to be you know this is what we're going to say so like yourself every every friday night you know praying with our seizing, with mm. which is amazing. So, nation of Israel. We're going to be dealing about Israel over the next few weeks, looking at different aspects of it. But let me ask you a question, babe. What's your take on it? What, when, when I say the nation of Israel, what comes to you? What, what is it that comes to you first? God's, God's chosen people. Mm. That's what comes to me. Um, and also... I just always think about the fact that people are always on, I always think, always on their case. <laughs> you know, there's no let up for Israel um, because of uh, because of who they are. Um, so that's what really comes to me. That's very good. So when we look at this, Israel is key to God's timing in end time prophecies. And this is why, if you want to understand the time that we're living in, um, knowing when the Antichrist coming to the scene, and when Jesus returns, you got to look into Israel. You got to look into where Israel is, the position at the moment. It is so important because Israel plays such a major, major, major key uh, in end time prophecy. As a matter of fact. I would even go forward and say that the Illuminatis and the secret society are building up everything towards Israel. You know, when you look at the book of Daniel, the first thing that is mentioned is the Antichrist going into the temple, the the, 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 mm. the Jewish temple, and desecrate that temple, temple and proclaim mm. himself God. Mm. And, you know, those are key elements that tell us exactly how far or how close we are from um Jesus return. Now we will be talking deeply about the temple, the rebuilding of the temple, but it is in a process. They pretty much have everything that they need to build that temple. They've had most things. They have most years, things. Yeah. But they are still looking and that's why they say they are mm. still looking for the right they want to build it exactly when the temple of Solomon was built. Mm. That's where they want to build it. Mm. So they are still excavating, they are still finding the location. Many people believe that this temple, Solomon Temple, is actually was built where actually the dome, the Muslim dome yes. is. Yeah. And that, that, yeah. is, that is really the conflict at the mm. moment. But we will touch about the temple in a bit more detail, potentially next week. So what did the world know so far about Israel? What do you think? It's quite interesting because for years and years, you know, as I've read, you know, bits and pieces on Israel, um, it's in, because when I was listening about, you know, the whole, you know, business side of Israel and everything, even I was, you know, it was someone from a Christian perspective and he was just saying about the blessings of, of Israel and um, and why we ought to pray for Israel because up until that point, I just, you know, it was in the, the back of my mind, but not at the forefront and he and what he said was quite interesting he said for years people have seen israel as a place where there's just always bombings taking place there's conflict it's just a pl place of pure conflict so people that's how they see israel they just think of israel and they think oh you know conflict bombings you know and palestinians they just think of, of all of these things but he said but if you go to israel and you look at what's taking place in israel it's you know a really blessed land and i'll speak about some of those other things that he mentioned um so and i think that's as you say what does the world know about israel so far it's just you know we're talking about peace you're always talking about you know you know you saw the you know the the um, article what you were you were pointing to it's just mm. like peace you know for israel it's, it's always one of these things where mm. a place of conflict needs peace kind of like that 
Um, but there's a lot more, isn't there, to it? Y- you mentioned in our conversation previously about the rise of the startup company. Can you can you tell us a little bit more about this? The thing is, I, I listened to the. Um, it was it's actually a CD years and years and years ago. Um, I've forgotten the man's name. He's from like the Hundred Club or something like that. He's he's, he's on um, Daystar TV. So I was listening to, you know, he's a very, very old man, but he was he's very political as well, as well as being a Christian. I think he ran for Congress years and years ago. His mm. father was into politics as well. So as well as being, you know, Christian, a presenter, having a TV show, he's very, very much into politics and what goes on. So obviously they talk about the news a lot on the show. But he somehow, I, I, I can't remember how I got this, this CD anyway. So I was... It was yeah a DVD, so I was just watching it. Him and his son um, made it. So his son was located in Israel, and he was just showing what was going on there. This was years and years ago, and they were just talking about startup companies. They were talking about what was going on in Israel, but basically because Israel is surrounded by water, which is is um, salt water, highly, highly, highly um, amounts of salt. You know, a lot of people think, oh, yeah, but that's the water source. But they can't use it as a pure water source because it's so salty. And also in terms of fish, the fish, they can't actually get the fish from there either. Mm. It just it just doesn't work for them. So they've had. And also when they when they went back to to Israel, the land was was so barren that it was rock. It was rocks. Mm. So when you when you actually look at when the um, the, the prime, uh, prime minister of the time, was there it was like you see these pictures and it was complete rocks complete barren it was it was it wasn't it it was just you couldn't grow anything there mm. so they had to find ways that they could use the land use the water also because they were constantly under attack they had to have a comp- a, con- a constant security force as mm. well mm. so so they had to do things years in advance basically just to survive so they had to find ways to grow food they had to find a, a water source and made be able to use the water because it's lots and lots of water around but they just couldn't use it the way mm. it was and then also because they were constantly under under attack they had to actually have um sec- a security force and an army who knew and had the latest equipment and could actually be able to ensure that when they were targeted by their enemies that they could actually come they were could combat that mm. um so their security force is probably one of the top in the world. It is, it is number one. It's, the, it's the top secret, in the world. Secret security, yep. they're, they're yep. number one in the world. Yep. And, um, so a lot of the, p- the, the, um, the military uh, p- personnel who came out of the army, so mm-hmm. once they finished their careers, they then were looking for things to do. Mm. So then they started s- setting up all of these kind of um, security companies. But secu- when I talk about security companies, I'm talking about using computers and all the latest technology to be able to ensure that companies were protected, the country was protected. So they actually started all of this. Mm. But then even things like places like Facebook, you know, all it's, there was something that was started which was very similar even before in Israel. Mm. <laughs> um, and um, so there was there's a lot in terms of the agriculture. They've actually, they work um, closely people from Africa they were looking at how because what happens is the the land um, that you would have the crops would end up being destroyed mm-hmm. by particular insects each year and they, they couldn't grow uh, they were losing crops so they had to find a way that they could work naturally so n- they don't have GMO mm. their food is like grown naturally and they've got they use all of the, the technologies they've actually developed a technology mm. which they sell to Africa and other places in the world in where they're impoverished where they don't have because remember they don't have a massive water source mm-hmm. so they were having to be able to use the the um, what they had in terms of water because they have to use irrigation systems which are different so they had to bring in a, a and build and develop a completely different way of irrigating the water systems in order to water the crops so they've actually then used it with places in africa and some places in india where they don't have massive water sources so they've actually trained those people and then they've sold sold the information onto them and sometimes been able to actually they, they, but this was this, years ago this, that this they were doing in, this, this also incredible. in terms of the f- the farming of the fish mm. um they weren't able to actually go and do fishing in the water so they actually had to um get these create these places where they could actually have fish indoors so they weren't in the sea they were actually indoors so they actually have these massive indoor 
um, fish, like where they do fish farming, but the water is clean. It's a clean source. So they don't have, whereas a lot of people, where our fish come from, it's farmed fish. It's fuller. It's got a lot of mercury in it because it's coming directly from the sea. Mm. Their fish doesn't come from there. It, and the thing is, they use the bees and they use the, it, it's when I was and watching it, all of it, I was mm. like going and you look at it, the honey, everything is it's pure. It's it's beautiful the way that you well, see it. You, you, say, just, you say that, amazing. you know, Israel is called God called it the, the land of milk and honey. That's right. And, and really just a representation of whatever you grew in that place. It just fruitful. And that's the thing. And, and that's, that's what thing. you saw with mm. the land when they began to use the land and really and all of them. What was beautiful about all of the people that they went to see, they all said, well, we give thanks to God. Mm. We give thanks to God. And I was like thinking, this is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. They said, you know, God gave us a way to be able to think about how we did this, to how to do this. And they were saying, um, like now the water, um, where's the where's the place the water levels have always been really 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 low i'll get the information but something holy spirit got me to start looking into israel about a couple of weeks ago or three weeks ago and the the water in this in this place it's where where they where um they used to do all the baptisms way back in in the in the Bible, can't yes. remember the name. Yeah, and the name. Um, if you guys, if you guys know the name, please yeah. feel free to send is, about the text message. That water level has been low for years and years yes, and I've years saw this and video years. And it's, Very yeah. low, and for the first time in years, these people were saying they're in their thirties. They said when they were children, the water they've never seen the water so high, and they they were there was a problem with with the people who, loc- they would go out to actually go fishing in certain places, and. Um, they were saying that they couldn't they couldn't actually go out anymore because it was the water levels they would have boats and things there it was more like a tourist area mm. and um the tourists that they were becoming to see this place because this is where the, the you know the people were baptized in the in biblical times and they, it's it's a tourist place more so but they couldn't there was no water the water levels were so low mm. but then they said in the past year the water levels because they said they were extremely low to the point where the prime minister came and he was looking at the water levels and saying what are we going to do with this because the tourists didn't come anymore because there was no, nothing to see so all of a sudden the water levels have risen they said they've never ever been so high never they've never seen it. even as children they didn't they've never seen it and they they were talking about the book of revelation and they're christians they're talking about the book of revelation and they were talking about the signs and they were talking about lots of things. So in Israel, there's a lot going on. Um, mm. And locally, we were saying, I mean, for about four years, I've been really wanting to go. <laughs> you know, Holy Spirit has been and every now and then it will come to me again. I really want to go. Um, can we go? But it's um, I think, as you say, what does the world know? I think until you go there for yourself as a Christian and, and really walk and see and holy spirit lead you you just really won't really understand we what's going on we were hoping to go this year and one of my best friend from since i was a kid uh is a jewish and he's come back to um he's come back to israel years ago so we still in touch um we actually got him on you know we got him on revelation now a few years ago and he used to yeah. talk to us yeah. but it, it is a beautiful place and and you know whatever the world is see or whatever we know so far god has definitely blessed the, this place as well um the other thing that I wanted to mention, um, possibly, is this. Now, that is something that has been in conflict, you know, and that's what people know about. Yeah. They know yeah. the Palestine-Israeli conflict. And really, just to give you a, a bit of a summary of what it is, you know, we're not politicians here, or, you know, so we, but we, it, it's just really backdated from the day of, uh, <laughs> from Abraham, you know. Mm. this this very this this um this um this 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 uh interesting um conflict between uh isaac um and ishmael you know really stemmed from the whole aspect of palestine israeli now to understand this um is if you got to look a bit of the history of this conflict you know and th- the thing about palestine israel conflict is this the Jews and the Muslim, they claim the land back a couple of thousand years ago. And, 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 and I think that what we need to understand is that element of 
the Jewish history that when you look at the history of the of the of the Jewish people in terms of how they they've been uh, drove out of the land, you know, twice I think twice or three times already, and the last one, which is was by the Roman Empire, where they completely destroyed Jerusalem, destroyed the temple, and they were scattered all over the world until they came back in 1948 when Israel became a state. But when they came back in those years. The land was still occupied by people. They were Arabs people, you know, call it Palestinian today. But mm-hmm. if you look about it, the land, when the land of Israel was destroyed by the Roman and so on, they, they basically remain, they, they renamed this land um, called Palestina, which is today is Palestine. Mm-hmm. Those, Palestine yeah. yeah, Palestine, which is really when you think about it now the jews are coming back to the land mm. that was promised to him from the time of abraham yeah yeah and as they come back to this land is occupied occupied by arabs mm. so truly the arabs said this is our land yeah but jews said no this is our land from the from the covenant from the abrahamic covenant this is our land has been given to so this is where really the conflict steam when Jewish came back and repossessed the land bit by bit and they went through many wars to repossess the land and now you've got these things where you've got the Palestinian on one side um, living there and they want to create their own state they created their own states and it's this conflict of creating one land two states mm. and it's a really it's, it's, it's a real mess it's a real mess when you think about it mm. but this is something that I don't want to touch it today we're going to go into more detail uh, over the next few sessions so we are kind of brushing uh, aside uh what we're talking about now these next things that are really interesting about as i said what people know about israel so we you talked about the the you know the the fertile land and and how this this country rise up you know really from a barren land really Mm. and to create a system that actually Mm organic yeah. really and pretty much organic galilee by yeah. the way it's a sea of sea galilee. galilee thank mm. you now the other thing we know about the palestinian uh issue there the palestinian and and israel conflict which we will touch it this one trump peace process it is it's really stare a lot lot a lot a lot of it in news so just to give you a bit of a of a background here in 2018 um trump made the decision to recognize Jerusalem mm. as Israeli capital city. Mm. Now, this is something that the whole world is against, pretty much. Yeah. Most of the world is against, including the Arabs countries surrounding Arabs country as well. So he not only done that, but also what he did, he, re- he announced the relocation of his U.S. embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Mm. So... The reason they were so against it is because Jerusalem is still part divided yeah. as well. And there's a lot of things going on. There. And Jerusalem, as you got to remember, it is a center of the world as well from the military perspective. Mm. This is where almost of the religion congregate there as well. They allow the religion to congregate there. But it's also this, this really dynamic conflict between Palestine and, and, uh, Jewish. and Jewish people. So when Trump decided to number one, recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, then is really putting a dent into what the secret society is trying to do, the Illuminati is trying to do, but also is coming against the Arab country and is coming against a lot of the European countries who actually don't recognize Jerusalem as the capital. Now, the other thing then on the top of it, just making U.S. relocated in Israel, which, by the way, no other president ever done that before. No, you know, he's he's doing it. The thing is, and that's another tr- thing as well with Trump. You people keep talking about him, but and this is one of the things, even Christians. But we have to see how God is using him. It's so important. Absolutely, you know, very. He's doing amazing things. You know, from a Christian perspective, from a godly perspective, and we need to recognize, you know, but these things. The other thing that I wanted to mention is this war, Israeli Middle East war. It is such a key war, and whoever can bring peace, whoever can bring peace into this conflict that has been lasting for centuries, for years since basically yeah. they've been in, then you pretty much 
recognized as the as the you know you know the, the Nobel Prize is nothing compared to what you can do if you can bring peace to mm. to the Middle East. And as the Bible speaks in the book of Daniel and many other prophecies, the Antichrist will actually stop war. He will be able to bring peace, and a treaty will be signed in that sense to bring peace into the region of the Middle East. So he will be the only one that will be eventually able to actually bring peace for a season, a period of time, um, peace to the Middle East, something that we will touch over the next few weeks as well. So what I'm saying about looking at Israel in terms of a key date, key timelines, key factor is end-time prophecies. It is in relation to this, in relation to the Middle East peace process, in his relation to the building, the rebuilding of the temple, and his relation to what God is doing in his nation as well. You know, if we remember one of the scripture that it was key to this um, was found in the book of Ezekiel, uh, chapter 37, 21, when he said, Behold, I will take the son of Israel among the nations where they have gone and bring them into their own land. Mm. And it is very interesting to see that in 1948, absolutely in 1948, yeah. Israel was declared be a state. Now, the 1922 British mandate for Palestine saw a homeland for the Jewish nation Israel. So there was already some process here. But in 1948, it became official mm. that the Jewish people are now a state, mm. a nation. Somewhere to return. Someone to return. Now, one thing, fact that I want to, to, ma- to mention about Israel is this. Israel is over 3,000 years old. Yeah? That's one thing. Israel was always destined to become a great nation because God separated this yeah. nation to be a light to the world. Yeah? Israel was always destined to be a blessing to all nations. And that's why God is separated. It, it wasn't because, oh, I love Israel so much. It wasn't the purpose. The purpose of God was to use Israel as light of the world. So by blessing Israel, then we bless all the nations. By Israel revealing God to the world, the world we then know God through Israel. Obviously, things has changed mm. because of them not be able to recognize Jesus when he came mm. and to basically reject him in, in that instant. But what God is doing, it will still bless this nation. He's still blessing this nation. The blessing that, that, that the word that God has spoken, you know, when he spoke to Abraham, those who bless you, bless you, and those who curse you, will curse you. It's so, a promise. Yeah, it's a promise that is mm. meant. So when you think about it, that promise that always been there, yeah. that confidence promise. Mm. You know, Israel, the other thing that somebody mentioned it, which when I read it was the interesting uh, a message as well. And if I can find it, I would love to, to read it as well. Um, but I can't find it, so never mind. So I want to turn back to this. So Trump, by really doing this, this, this process, and when we look back in the news, that just happened on Thursday. Um, and... It's a peace deal that's been signed between Israel, the United Arab Emirates, and Bahrain. Now, those are Arab nations that has mm. been against Israel for so many years and centuries. And now, we are now seeing Israel signing, signing peace process, peace treaty with some of the Arab countries. And obviously, Trump's taking the credit, his administration taking the credit. So what he says here is that the two Arab nations recognize Israel as a sovereign country. That is non heard of. It's a huge. It's a huge, huge, <laughs> huge change mm-hmm. in how the Arab country are beginning to see Israel. Mm. It's a huge thing. So for me, I always ask why. There's always a why. What is going on here? Well, I think there's many. You, you always got to look politically, mm-hmm. but you also got to look economically. You also got to look the 
platform and what is taking place behind the scene as well, which we're not really aware of. But the only things that we know for the fact is that there is beginning to be movement in the nation of Israel and the Arab country, the way they view Israel as well. And you also got to think about God's move in those countries. Mm. We have seen an increase of Muslim people converting to Christianity. We have seen an increase of Muslim people turning their way from the Muslim faith and leaning towards Christianity. Christianity. We have heard many testimony over the last few years of people encountered Jesus in a such way, a powerful way that they are turning away from mm. it. But I also yeah. believe it is God's will and sovereign will to begin to move in time scale in terms of end time prophecies, in terms of bringing the things that we spoke about, mm. the rise of the Antichrist and so on, the peace treaty that's going to be taking place. God is dealing with the nation of Israel at the moment, but he also dealing with Israel in a sense that Israel beginning now, there's more Christian in Israel than they've been before. you got to remember, you mentioned about them thanking God but you got to realize which God are they yeah yeah you see because a lot of them don't recognize Jesus as the Lord and Savior Mm-mm. they did not recognize Jesus 2000 years ago when he came and they still don't recognize him yet mm. but there is a move There's that God more, is doing there are more yeah people. God is making is doing a move yeah. and God not only is bringing people back to Israel but he's changing the heart mm. of the people you know and that's something that we really really need to to understand so those so that was a very important key. And I know that it's got to brush aside many people because of the COVID-19. Because of what's taking place, people have seen this as something that just, okay, brush aside. But it is a major, major, major treaty that has been signed. Now, it's this story. I don't want to go through it for too long because you can just, you know, go through it yourself. You can look, you know, whatever and just to find out. But there's some key things that we need to remember um, about Israel which I just wanted to to really just go through very quickly. Now, some of the key dates um, that I would say is obviously, um, you know, if you look through Abraham, the promise of Abraham, then through his son Isaac yeah, and, and yeah. a descendant Jacob, mm-hmm. called Israel, and then the 12 tribes of Israel, mm. you know, we know about the 12 tribes of Israel, and they form basically the nation of Israel back in those days. In 1003 before Christ, David established Jerusalem as the capital of the kingdom of Israel. Yeah, so those are key points. 922 before Christ, we've got a 12th tribe of Israel that split, you know, between two kingdoms. Mm. We know that the southern yeah. kingdom coming become Judah and the northern kingdom become Israel. Mm. You know, so they split into two houses, the house of Judah and the house of Israel. And then we've got a different... Babylonian that's coming in that take the, the the nation and disperse them. You know they they, they call there's a word that they use called the diaspora. So when they destroy the first temple, yeah, they destroy the temple, Solomon Temple that mm. was built. They destroy it in Jerusalem and all the Jews are scattered. Okay. Now that was the whole scattering was completed in 586 before Christ. And then we have a remnant of the tribe of Judah and Benjamin who returned to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. So we understand through the book Nehemiah, you know, mm-hmm. just rebuild yep, the temple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the temple is destroyed again in 1780 during the Roman Empire. You know, we're talking about completely destroyed and completely scattered. You know, the Jews are scattered. Mm. The Roman renamed the land of Israel Palestinia, which is Palestine now, mm. Palestine, which is more than their Palestine. So the people that were living there were pretty pretty much people from many places, including Arabs. And uh, at the start of the 20th century, Palestine was still a mix of many people with no distinctive Jewish nation or Palestinian people. They were just a mix of people there living there in the land. And 1922, the British mandate 1922 for Palestine saw a homeland for the Jewish nation Israel. And the mandate encouraged Jewish immigration, resulting in 704,000. 7, yeah, 
person of people in about a thousand years. So they basically, while they were beginning the process of bringing the Jewish back to Israel. Mm. And I think that that happened as well, that accelerated after the Second World War when Hitler tried to annihilate all the Jewish people. Mm. And I think from that moment, the Jewish people were all scattered. They needed mm. a nation. Mm. So God brought them, you know, mm. through this prophecy. It is amazing that God prophesied through the book of Ezekiel that he will take their son and daughter from many nations and will bring them back mm. to their land. And it's quite interesting you say about many nations because one of the things when I was reading about, you know, um, Holy Spirit was leading me to start reading about Israel, I was also reading about the types of people and, and I was because a lot of people always say you know they're talking about the you know about jesus having you know white hair like wool and Mm. you know about his skin and about all of this and talking about the jewish people of those times but he was i was looking at the led me to ethiopia and um then i was reading articles of late about the there are still a lot of Jew- Jewish people returned from Ethiopia to Israel. Yeah, they um, are. They're still yeah, the process still still process yeah, they're still processing each other and going back. Yeah, there's yeah. a small amount of them still left. Absolutely. Um, but they're still going. So that would kind of answer the question that people have in terms of um, the the different types of Jewish people. Because sometimes we, you know, you go to North London and you see the Orthodox Jews, and you you see you maybe go and we, you know, your best friend Ilan is, is Jewish, so mm-hmm. we know him. His hair's are really curly, dark, you know, and he's got you know the dark skin. But the thing is, or fair skin, but you know with the dark hair. But you know sometimes you know there are, it's for us to. And you go to kind of New York, you know. I remember the first time I went to New York, you see you know the the Jewish people community there as well. So the thing is, there are many different, as you said, many different types of Jews from many different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. They were scattered. And the thing is, you know, there are the Jews as well from Ethiopia, from the African diaspora yeah. as mm-hmm. well. So they were them? all over the world. They, they, you know, Jews from from um, from Asia. You mm, know, they, yeah. they were everywhere. Yeah. And 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 this is interesting to find that this this nation is the only nation, you know, um, I believe to my knowledge, is the only nation that the name hasn't changed from the day it was created. That's true, yeah. Israel, you know, from Jacob, that was a nation. And that name hasn't changed. Through mm. two, three thousand years of history, human history, that name hasn't changed. That's Great true. Britain's name has changed over the centuries before it became Great Britain or United Kingdom mm. or England. Mm. It was named mm. differently. So was France. They went different names. So was other part of, you know, African country, you know, I know, for example, that Ghana and Ivory Coast, you know, it was a different thing because then they split, they were splitting, then they created borders and split into it. Mm. But Israel is the only nation that the name hasn't changed at all since the day of um, Jacob. When Jacob changed his name to Israel, that's the name has remained until up to today. It just show the power of God, but it also show the plan of the God, purpose, yeah. the purpose mm-hmm. and plan of God mm-hmm. upon Israel. Yeah, the plan and purpose of God is always to make Israel a nation that can be a blessing to others, that also can be a light to others. Mm. And despite Israel's shortcoming, despite Israel turning against God, even to today as we speak, the Bible speaks in the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation that the Israeli people will come back to their land, which now they did and which still doing. But not only they will come back to the land, that they will turn back to God. Yeah. God said they will turn their heart back mm. to him. And what we are seeing now seeing is that. this process. By the time the Antichrist come and desecrate a temple that they will have rebuilt it, then the whole nation, because what you got to realize the reason they allow him to come is because they believe that the Antichrist was the savior that they wait, they be waiting mm. for. But when they see how he come and proclaim himself God and desecrate the temple, then from that moment, they will now realize that it is not God and the complete conversion to Christ will be fulfilled. They will turn to God. 
they now realize that the Jesus Christ that they crucified thousand years ago is the Savior. Mm. And so when we look at Israel, we've got to understand to see where it is in its position right now. It's so important in that sense. Now, we spoke about God's promise to Abraham and through them, the promise filtered to Isaac and through Isaac to mm. Jacob, Israel. So, and this promise has been fulfilled and is still fulfilled today as we, as we speak now. So, I found this article, that was the state of Israel is born. That was the article that came across and where the state was born. And, and, and you know, when U.S. recognized Jewish state, Egyptian Air Force Spitfire bombed Tel Aviv, one shot. I mean, it was things was taking place that it was crazy, you know. Mm. One, some country were recognizing the state of Israel. Remember the Palestine post? So the Palestinians thinking, they are coming. They are coming to our land. But truly, the Jewish were just coming back to their own land. Now, what we see here is what it was in 1947. You can see in white the Jewish settlements and in the green sector is the old Palestine, Palestinian land, which we said were made of many people. Now, in 1947, that's what happened. Then there was a partition plan as well where the Jewish people came. By the time you look at 1949 to 1967, look how they took over. Mm. And then now, today, what we look at it is a very measure of few lands here, Palestinian lands that's left. And then you've got a place in, in Jerusalem there as well. But that is very interesting. Mm. But you find out that through history, even when God promised the land to Israel, they still have to fight. Yeah, when you look at you, you still have to fight for it. Yeah, when they were through the time of mm. of um, of uh, of um, sorry of Moses mm. after Joshua took yeah, over, Joshua, yeah. they were entering mm -hmm. the land. They Taylor. just didn't mm -hmm. enter and then just settle there. They, no, have they have to fight, fight for, for it. it. Yeah. They have to fight for that land. And you find out that. That was the same. When the nation became, and when Israel became a nation in 1948, they have to fight for that. And as a matter of fact, there was a war, that a 1967 war, yeah. which is very, very yeah. important. It was mm. a six-day war, and mm -hmm. it was very bloody. And this mm. is where Israel was able to control the West Bank and the Gaza Strip, two territories that were actually basically Palestinian territory. Yeah. Very key. And... What happened basically, it was a fight between the Arab states, Egypt, Syria, and Jordan. So they fought for six days. But we spoke about the military price of That's Israel. Right. Yeah. And they were able to fight and they were able to win to the point that a treaty of ceasefire has to be broken by a native nation. And that was a major shift in Israel repossessing the land. Mm. They were able through that six-day war to repossess the land mm. that was mm. Palestinian land and to claim that land up to today. Mm. And it's interesting with that when you read, they say they were surrounded on every side. They're they were every surrounded. Side they every were surrounded. Arab country, they were surrounded and by And they're such every a small country. Yeah. And they were surrounded. They yeah. had so, that, you know, the others had so much power mm -hmm. um, in ter terms of military. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's quite interesting. So when God is with us, who can be against us? Yeah. So today when you look at the West Bank, is controlled by the Palestinian Authority, but is under Israeli occupation. Mm. So this is where Israeli troops enforce security then, restriction on Palestinian movement and activity. So it, it, it's a real thing. So Jewish, they built ever-spanning communities in the West Bank. That affected by building all those land, those communities, they denied the land to Palestinians. It's basically taking over the Palestinians. Now, Gaza is controlled by Hamas, which we know who they mm -hmm. are, the Islamist mm -hmm. um, yeah, parties. Mm. And they're under Israeli blockade, but they're not granted troop occupation. And this is why you've seen an increase mm. of these suicide bombers the bombing, there. Yeah. You know, 
because they occupy by the Israeli, but they steal Palestine mm. in that sense. Now, what they want to do, they're thinking they want to create a two-state solution. So they will establish Palestine as an independent state in Gaza and most of the West Bank and leaving the rest to Israel. So I can see what I can see the idea between what the government is trying to do today, but I can see also many problems erecting from it. Having two states in one land is never gonna work. And to be honest, this conflict started from Ishmael and Isaac. So it, it that, that 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 conflict has been there for for centuries, and you know somebody said this, they say that God allowed this conflict to remind to remind the Jewish people, you know, of disobedience, because of what happened, this conflict has been remaining yeah, for centuries yeah. and it remained for centuries. Mm, so, okay. It's very interesting, very very interesting. So when we look next week we're going to be looking at the third temple linked to the antichrist so we're going to look at the rebuilding of this temple and we're going to look at the scriptures in the book of daniel and we're going to look at where they are at the moment in terms of this rebuilding many um things has been talked about the simple fact for example that they are still excavating to find they want the, the thing is you know with the jewish people they want to build it exactly when the uh, temple was built mm. the third and second and first temple was built mm. so they won't want to build it in a different site so if it is where the dome is then they would find a way to build it there but there is still excavation they're still trying to figure out exactly where is the location of this temple but in terms of the infrastructure the plan the elements it's all there yeah been ready for years. It's all there. It's just a really this 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 problem of many believe it's where the dome is, other believe it could be somewhere else. So when they figure out what it is, then they They'll will they will go for it. Mm. And then when we see this temple be rebuilt, mm. then we will understand a bit more how far we are from from the, the in terms of the end timelines. But this is something we look when we look in the in the, in the book of, of Daniel um next week. So, to conclude again, you know, it's this. We are the remnants, and that's who we are. And we continue to pray, we continue to seek God. But I truly believe, uh, brothers and sisters, that Israel is such a key thing. So, you've got to keep your eyes on what's going on in Israel uh, to be able to understand the timeline we're in at the moment. You know, we had many people talking about Jesus is there, Jesus is there, Jesus is there. We know. God has given a sign, has given us a timeline. And the word speaks clearly that the Antichrist will come, he will desecrate the temple, the rebuilt temple. And when he desecrates his temple, so we know that when that temple is rebuilt, we are very close. Mm. We are very close. So let's talk about this temple next week. You know, let's see where they where they at. You know, if we can get some information, potentially find out. If we can get people from Israel to talk to us about this temple, but uh, I think it's important for us to to know what they are. And and uh, for me, I always see major importance in knowing about what's taking place in Israel. You know, to determine where we are. And we are definitely on the timeline. We are now definitely on on the timeline. And it's important for us to to realize that. You know, you spoke early on about this persecution taking place in other part of the world. You know, um, it was funny because. To conclude it, when I was um, when I was listening to the to the news um, this this um, this week, and they brought this sixth rule, you know, the six people rule again, and the thing that they added to it was, you can tell the police if you think your neighbors hosting, you know, a party or having more than six people in a house, you can tell the police. So what did I say to you mm. before that they will transfer this rule? of ownership from the government or the, or the police to the people. Mm. So it may seem like it's not much now, but when you are looking into a situation when they are beginning to shift the blame from 
responsibility to the Christian people and begin to say, if your neighbors are hosting a Bible studies or having a, a prayer meeting or having a, a, um, a Sunday service in your house, you can tell the police. That this is what it's like in other countries. It is, mm. absolutely. Mm. Look at China, for example. So we are slowly, surely, the European countries are slowly moving into preparing the nations, preparing the people's mindset to be able to be policemen. So all the media we need to do is just point out who the enemy is and let the people do the rest. Mm. Food, Food for, for thought. thought. Exactly. exactly thought. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mm. Why don't we pray? Why don't we pray? Father, we just want to thank you so much the, this morning again for the opportunity to really talk to, about Israel, to share about Israel, to look into its history and, and its conflict and, and truly what is taking place today, the peace treaty that has been signed, um, the progress that some Arab countries recognizing Israel mm -hmm. as a sovereign sovereignty, but still the conflict that's taking place around the fact that the enemy has been fighting hard this battle to alienate the Jewish people mm. and the nation of Israel from the beginning. But Lord, we pray, Lord, as we continue to seek your face and hear the word that you are speaking to us as people, as a nation, as individuals, I pray, Lord, that you continue to help us to prepare us for your return and yes. really continue to show us the things that we need to see, to be aware, yes, of the enemy tactics, but most importantly, to be aware of what you are doing with us in this season we thank you for the nation of israel we yes. thank you that the people of israel we come back to you as your word spoke in the book of ezekiel and uh, the book of joel and the book mm -hmm. of isaiah the book of daniel you mentioned that the people of god would turn their back but they would turn back to you in a later day so we thank you father that you have used israel to continue to be a light of this world father mm -hmm. And we pray as people of God that we will continue to have our eyes fixed on you and you alone as you continue to direct our path, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.